Richard Florida, Canadians, Canada's Stephen Pinker. Wait, um, Richard Florida? That that's yes. a, an obviously fake name. Like <laughs> that's something you yes. check into a hotel under when you're the kind of hitman who wears like a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> that's legitimately that joke about the when if you were a '90s author and you wanted to write it write a transgressive novel, you named a character Jeffrey Commercials. Like <laughs> basically, this. cities all over North America, Florida has said through billions at Amazon yeah, this HQ is going too. Confusing geographically, like we're gonna have to call him something else. I'm not calling him Florida <laughs> repeatedly. Uh, Richard Flowrider, how about that? Much better, thank you. Okay, so Just Richard, call him Florida man. Yeah, hmm. Florida man says cities all over North America have thrown billions at Amazon HQ2, but building an innovation cluster in Toronto could put us at the forefront of a new field of technology. More important than AI, more important than cryptocurrency, explains Richard Florida. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, Florida man, professor at the University of Toronto School of Cities. More important than two, <laughs> two relatively unimportant things? Yeah. It's, it's more important than tech. rocks or dirt. And I love this. It's like, look, cities all over North America threw billions at Amazon HQ2, and it was a massive boondoggle that was hated wherever it went. All of these cities debased themselves in favor of this shitty company run by an off-brand Lex Luthor. But if we did more of that, then they might reward us with their technology. It's a cargo cult. This is cargo cult thinking. <laughs> He's building the fucking airstrip out of bamboo and thinking, <laughs> if we just have the innovation hub here, then they will land in their planes and they will give us the innovation. The fucking CEO John Frum is going to come down and give us yes. economy. So, um, so Florida beats this kind of drum very frequently. And he thinks that this kind of bold tech initiative is going to be the future of the city. From another Richard Florida article entitled Toronto is a City State, um, <laughs> I, I know, uh, I, 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 have, um, I have quoted it here. Toronto is a city, quote, on the brink of not realizing its potential and must think about a new model for growth if it wants to thrive and stand out as an example of a modern global, re- re- global metropolis. Um, no wonder we have a political divide. Our city is divided socioeconomically. Damn, we live in a society. Uh, so wow. the, and so he's suggesting that these kinds of projects, by making more innovation and doing more economy, could actually bring the city together and yeah, foster more greatness. If you, if you have a divide socioeconomically, you do more socioeconomic, and then you yeah. don't have a divide anymore. He said it's Toronto is unique because it has both rich people and poor people. He says, uh, uh, Justin, <laughs> we, you have summarized something that's basically what he says. It's very interesting, he says. Our city is not as divided along ethnic lines or national lines, but rather by socioeconomic class, giving us our own spin on poverty. Wow. <laughs> is that from the Grundrisse? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. The poor people are poor. That means poverty is different here. Just accidentally discovering a class consciousness while attempting to lure Google from the clouds. I just, you're so dumb that you accidentally like understand the Grundrisse around to like Bakunin by accident. (laughs) It It always makes me laugh that. the academic job market is so cutthroat and so harsh and so many brilliant people that I know, you know, have finished terminal degrees and have can either never get hired anywhere or have only a life of adjuncting to look forward to. Yeah. And then 
a guy like this who's just like, oh, wow, poverty means there's rich people and poor people, like, has a fucking job you, at the University of Toronto. I think it might have something to do with the fact that a bunch of billionaires who are often very sinister fund all of these academic institutions and like being told things they want to hear. I think it's a sex thing. I think there's someone who yeah. forces Richard Florida to write this kind of thing and then jacks off onto the paper. Uh. It must be it. Yeah, but so this is this is the idea, right? That by like the the core idea, I think, of the urban techno um, utopian is that we can br- we can bring about a harmonious life for ourselves in cities if only we did away with everything about them that was solid. Yeah, you have the control tower and you have the landing lights, and then uh, it's fine. In- innovation, uh, startups, and AI. Yeah, AI, cryptocurrency, blockchain. Well, I-, I was thinking about this recently that um, there, you know, the famous joke that we make about tech people, you know, wanting to reinvent the bus by mistake. But every time there's something about you know a new app that invents the thing that people already depend upon. There's this implicit split in which people who can afford the tech devices required to have the app and so on and so forth get to benefit from it, and it screens out everyone who can't. And I think about stuff like this, uh, you know, invariably when they're making transformers changeling roads uh and and building these buildings of the future or whatever it sort of implies that some people are going to have to make way for it or some people are not going to be allowed to participate in it and it's like it basically creates this class in which uh you're 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 like a permanent interloper in your own city because yeah if you if you've been it's like it's like having the mall cops following you around except that's done, being done by google and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. well like through the pub, satellites the public space yeah. how are you gonna how welcome are you going to feel if it's all hooked to your phone and that's your only way of like interacting with it? like yeah I mean, I don't want to like romanticize like the sort of analog public space, but I do think that like the certain the the anonymity or just the fact that not everything was done in such a way that like you could be hit with targeted ads at every corner at least allowed things to not seem as though they are the you know the 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 opening scene to a really terrible sci-fi movie. Like the policing of them, like you being moved on out of a public space. At least they had to used to get a guy like to come (laughs) and get in a car and get out of the car and. Waddle over to you and say that you can't be here anymore. Whereas, now your phone just yeah, shocks now, you. Now your phone just shocks you, <laughs> it, or it starts playing recordings of you pooping or something. Something to like <laughs> something we haven't yet thought of to drive you out of that space. When when I first moved to Britain, Milo and I got uh, had a gig shooting videos for uh, a Russian comedy show where uh, we would go and do, did. do vox pop interviews with people on the street. And one time we did it in like a mall space, and a security guard came up to very like in a very British dad way, just politely inform us that we had to leave. But he couldn't stop sneezing the entire time, <laughs> so we had to just stand there very awkwardly for like three minutes while this guy tried to get out his yeah, declaration you don't to us. Get that, that with the police robots. Exactly. It's like, see, I'd rather have that as opposed to Ed 209 just blasting me into a fucking liquid. (laughs) (laughs) That's Sidewalk Labs, uh, everybody. I thought, my God, do I I like Sidewalk Labs. I like to think about it. I like to wonder uh, what kinds of things about me will be uh, collected, researched, and ultimately... And inform a decision about what a curb is going to be one day. It's ironic that Sidewalk Rat Labs wants to, you know, get rid of sidewalks. 